Today on episode 135 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, if your email account actually does get hacked, do you know what to do? Well, if you ask your friends, their first answer will be, change your password. Well, that's a good idea, but there's something else you need to change that's just as important. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And if you're new to the show, it's kind of a techie show for non-techie people. We don't talk like computer geeks because no one cares about those big words. We just want our computers to work. And we want to learn how to do cool things with them. And I'm going to mention this here too. If you didn't already know it, one of the ways I like to spend my spare time is by being involved in ultra marathons. And a little while back, I started a second podcast where I interview regular everyday people who have actually finished an ultra marathon, which is any race longer than 26.2 miles. I post a new podcast episode every Friday for that show, and for the one I just published, I interviewed a 23-year-old girl who, about a month ago, completed a 100-mile race. It took her 26 hours to finish. It's really awesome. So if you're into running or any kind of endurance sport, you should check it out. And if your computer has a problem, you should check me out. In most cases, I can do computer repairs remotely so you don't have to bring it into a shop. Just give me a call at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's computer tip can be seen at my website at computertutorflorida.com forward slash 135. So let's get started. Today's podcast episode is sort of a follow-up to last Monday. Now, if you didn't catch the podcast last week, basically I was talking about how there are some cases where it seems like your email has gotten hacked into and someone else is taking control and is sending all kinds of crazy emails from your email address. But in most cases, like at least nine times out of ten, your account has not actually been hacked and there's really nothing to worry about and nothing you need to do. Well, today we're talking about that one time out of ten that your email actually does get hacked into. And it's actually probably a lot less than 1 out of 10, but I don't know if anyone has the actual statistics on that. I do know it's not all that common, though. But for the rare times when it does happen, you need to be ready for it so you know what to do. But before we talk about how to handle that situation, I really need to tell you that it is so much better to just make sure it doesn't happen in the first place. I mean, think about it. Right at this moment, when you're listening to me, your email account is not currently hacked into, right? You have full control over it. That means that now is the time to make sure it's secure so you never have to figure out what to do if it does get compromised. And the best way to do that is to have a strong, unique password on your account. It can't just be strong and it can't just be unique. It has to be both. Did you know, as recently as last year, the most commonly used passwords by millions of people were like 123456 or the word password or something else that's just as easily guessed. It's just amazing to me that people are still doing that. 
So you have to go for strong and unique. By strong, I mean just a series of random numbers and upper and lowercase letters, preferably at least 10 to 12 characters in length, and the longer the better. If you can easily remember it, it's not strong. And by unique, I mean it has to be a password that you have not used for any other account. You need a different one for every account you set up, whether it's for your email or for your online banking or your Facebook account or any other online account. And if your main excuse for not doing this is because it's too much trouble to try to keep track of all those weird, long passwords, I'm going to take that excuse away from you. You don't have to remember them, and you don't have to keep track of them. I have good passwords, and I don't know them myself. I have a little program called LastPass, which is free, by the way, that remembers all of them for me. So that's how you prevent this email hacking from happening. But today, we're really here to talk about what to do if it's too late and someone has already been able to get into your email account. Whenever this happens, just about everyone gives the same advice. Change your password. And yes, you definitely should do that if you still can. But you also need to change your security questions. You know what I'm talking about. For most email providers like Gmail or Yahoo or most of the other ones, when you first set up your account, they'll tell you to pick a few security questions that only you should know the answer to. And you're supposed to put your answer on file with them. That way, if you forget your password, you can just answer those questions to prove that you are you, and they'll let you back in with a new password. But if your email account is already hacked, there's a good chance that the scammer got in by finding out the answers to those questions already. I mean, how easy is it to find out someone's mother's maiden name or the name of your favorite vacation location or something like that? For a lot of people, you can just look up their Facebook account and there's the information you need to answer those questions. So if the only thing you change is your password, all the hacker has to do is go in and change it again because he still knows the answers to those security questions because he already knew them the first time he got in. Now, the smarter hackers get in and then change the security questions the first time. But fortunately, not too many of them are all that smart. So you need to change those questions if you still have access to do that. Now, here's an interesting twist that some people do just to have an added layer of security. For the security questions, they actually answer them with incorrect information. Sometimes they use answers that don't even make sense. For example, if the question is, what is your favorite basketball team? You might put down the answer, Pacific Ocean. Now, since that answer doesn't make sense, it's not something a spammer would try to guess. Or if the question was, what's your favorite uncle's first name? You could answer, paperclip. Now, here's the important thing to keep in mind. If you do answer those questions with silly answers that are not accurate, you have to keep track of your answers. Don't expect to remember them yourself six months or a year from now because you won't. But again, if you use LastPass, it has a place to record all of that information so you don't lose it. And there are a couple of other items that you should have on file with your email provider. Gmail and most of the others will ask you for an alternative email address and an alternative phone number, which should preferably be a cell phone number. It's good to go into your account every so often and just make sure that that information is current. And finally, a warning about one thing you should not do. 
don't go on Google searching for tech support phone numbers for your free email service. In most cases, if you call a number like that that comes up, you'll be talking to a fake tech support person, and they're going to pretend to find a bunch of problems with your computer, and they'll want you to pay a few hundred dollars to fix those fake problems. And you still won't be able to get back into your email, so don't fall into the trap like that like a lot of people do. Well, I hope this helps if you find yourself in the situation of getting your email hacked into. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, I would love to hear from you. You can let me know by just leaving a voicemail on my podcast voicemail line at 727-386-9468, or you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.